Before we get started today, this episode does contain some profanity. So if you have kids around, it's time to put on their earmuffs. Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hello, and welcome to episode number 67 of Amber on Podcast. Thank you for joining me. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to the show for a weekly dose of valuable solutions and tools to help you lead a more joyful, more informed, and more meaningful life. Every Thursday, I release a new episode that is aimed at doing more good, and I would love to have you join me. Today, I bring you the wisdom of Ajit Nawalka, who is dedicated to creating opportunities for people to create a better life if they want to. Ajit is the former CEO of Mind Valley, which is an amazing company that is focused on helping people live to their fullest potential. I covered Mind Valley in episode six, titled Finding Your Fulfillment, featuring Vishen Lakani, who is the founder of Mind Valley and longtime mentor to Ajit. Ajit's work at Mind Valley specifically focuses on turning the world's focus to learning, to empower people, to create positive change, and to make the world safer for women. In this episode, I'll share why success is not about how much money you make. It's all about how you show up to the world and to yourself. Why, when it comes to work, it's never about more. It's always about less. And how to find clarity for yourself. This episode was inspired by Ajit's interview on impact theory, and I am super excited to share his wisdom with you. So, without further ado, let's start the show. Before Ajit was the CEO of Mind Valley, he was a young boy in India growing up in a house with 23 other family members and sharing a bed with two other people. It was Ajit's humble beginnings that motivated him to work hard and build a life for himself that would be both empowering and provide financial freedom. In his early life, Ajit thought this would come through a career in engineering, but after going to engineering school, he realized he had no interest in pursuing it. Even though his parents had invested tons of money in him, he wanted to quit, but he was too scared to tell his dad. So he wrote him a two-page letter explaining how he felt. Luckily, his dad understood and was compassionate. He said that he would support him for the next couple of years, though not financially, the same amount of time he would have been in an engineering school. So Ajit went out and began to find work in various fields so that he could figure out what he liked to do. He gained corporate success and even co-founded a company while still in India. Then in 2008, he decided to leave his career in India and move to California to join Mind Valley as an intern. The reason behind this humble restart is Ajit's outlook on life. Ajit's father and grandfather taught him from a very early age to look at life as play rather than a mountain that you have to climb. 
This gave Ajit the motivation to do different kinds of work, to try things out and see what he liked by interacting with others and learning from others. Over time, Ajit develops his ZFG approach, or the zero fucks given approach, which basically means that I don't care for your opinion of me because I know that I am my own person and you'll never know the full story. There's no way that you can accurately comment on exactly how someone feels or what they have been through or experienced. Ajit says it's not in a disrespectful way. He still honors the other person's opinion. He says, I'll listen to good feedback that's coming from a place of love, but I don't care if you think I'm a bad person or a good person because that's for me to decide. This outlook had me stop in my tracks, dear listeners. I love this ZFG approach to life and making life more playful. It's the idea that life is happening for you, not to you. Ajit also says that success is not about how much money you make. It's about how you show up to the world and to yourself. Who do we typically think is successful? Usually it's a person with a lot of money. That's what the definition of success looks like to the outside world. This is certainly how I have defined success until recently. Ajit brings up a good point that most of the time when you meet people who have a lot of money, they are driven by very materialistic gains. So everything else in their life is suffering. Not true for all, but most. First, the relationship suffers, then the friends suffer, and then their health suffers. Then people say things like, it's lonely at the top. I spent a lot of my life focused on money and how much money I had and how much money other people thought I had. I was obsessed with money and status and I was an asshole. I was completely consumed in every materialistic way. And my life suffered for a long time as a result before it finally imploded and caused me real harm. I know firsthand what it means to equate money with success. Our definition of success is wrong. Too often we base it on money instead of on life success. It's about how you want to show up in the world. What do you want your legacy to be when you die? Your legacy isn't the figure in your bank account. What do people say about you when you aren't around? That's how you are showing up in life. That is how you are showing up to yourself day after day. You're not in this alone, although it is a very internal process. You can get clarity if you allow yourself the time to do it, to focus on yourself and your thoughts and your values. A big barrier to this is social media. The more time you spend on social media, the more you develop social comparison. Historically, social comparison was you go out and you meet a person and you're inspired by the person. Then you go home and a couple days go by and you've forgotten about the person. Now you remember the person every second the moment you open your Instagram, because they're in your feed all the time, and you're constantly being reminded of other people. Because of that, it causes anxiety, unnecessary stress, and most of the time, it gets people to do more things. 
And Ajit says that it's important for us to remember that more activity almost never means success. It's less activity that equals success. More activity creates more anxiety most of the time. When you can focus on one or two things, we find success. In companies, for example, that are doing advertising on 12 different platforms and they go down to just two or three different platforms, they see increases in the results they want. When they can focus and execute instead of trying to copy and reproduce everything that is available to them. This is also what happens with entrepreneurs and creators and artists. It's that we think if we work more, we will find more success. But that's not the way it works. That's not the way you will build a company or a brand. For example, when Steve Jobs came back to Apple, he slashed their core offering from hundreds of products to just two products to focus on and perfect. It's not about more. It's always about less. This is the same for almost all retail and product management. I learned this in a big way when I was working for Dillard's. So all you buyers out there, listen up. It's never about more products. It's always about less products or SKUs. The key is to create variety by offering variations on your core and best performing products. That is the secret to good retail and good product management and good business management. It's never about more. It's always about less. Finding clarity for yourself takes real effort and thought. If it doesn't come easily to your mind now, it's because you haven't spent the time to think about it, which really means you haven't spent the time to put yourself first. So take the time and examine what it is you want out of life and why you want it. Sure, you might have some surface values, but I'm referring to the values that drive you even through the hard times, the reason why you get up in the morning. Constant social comparison is damaging. Limit it so you can focus on yourself. Another helpful insight that Ajit shares concerns fear. Ajit says that fear is a figment of our imagination. Fear is created because of our expectations. So instead of having an expectation for yourself that you're going to get this thing or get to this level, decide to not have any expectations. Adopt Ajit's playful view of life. Look at it as play, like it's a game, it's music, it's fun, it's joy. It's not that you're discounting yourself. You just don't have the expectation, so you're not going to be sad if it doesn't happen one day. Do it for the fun and joy of doing it, the fun and joy of the chase versus doing it for the achievement of the thing. Ajit reminds us to enjoy the chase because when you get to the goal, you're just going to move it further out anyway. You're not going to be satisfied. You're going to want more. Life doesn't change by the month or the day. It changes by how and when we are ready to change it. Once you know that, you understand that goals can be timeless. Moment by moment, life is going to be different. Our energy changes, and the way we react to things change. So ask yourself, what's the one thing that can help you stay in a place of joy? 
What is your anchor point to keep you in that place? Whatever that is for you, those are your values. Your values are already with you. You just might not be bringing awareness to them. In times of stress, when you're reaching for unhealthy food or alcohol, what is the emotion you are feeling at that time? What is the place you are operating from? If you can find the places you're operating from, you know the emotions that you want to avoid. Look for the negative emotions you experience and figure out where they are coming from. Name it to tame it. Name what you are feeling, fear, anxiety, nervousness, in order to tame it. The idea is that you need to know when and why you are feeling those negative emotions and what is the cause so you know what to avoid. For me, this was really helpful when it came to drinking. I did a lot of drinking for a number of years and have since retired my drinking hat to get a little more focused and clear and make sure I am showing up for myself. This process has definitely been challenging because I was so used to drinking. I drank every day for a number of years. It was part of my identity. When I decided to stop drinking, I was really strong-willed. I remained strong-willed most of the time, except when I feel certain emotions, when I feel sadness, when I feel lonely, when I feel confused or lost or misunderstood. These are big triggers for me, and I was only able to pinpoint my feelings because my brain told me I needed a drink. The fact that I usually go to alcohol to get through these emotions let me know that this is an emotion I want to avoid, so I'm not wanting to go and drink all the time. Now you can do the same for yourself by identifying what brings you pain or stress and what brings you joy. For me, it brings me a tremendous amount of joy when I can help someone learn something or help them deal with life in a more healthy and positive way. Another is when I get to share my love. I get a lot of joy sharing uh, my love with my boyfriend and my friends and my family. Ajit says that too often we are reactive to life instead of proactive. You can become more proactive about life by discovering your values and what it is you want from your life. How do you want your friendships to look? How do you want your relationships to look? What will that create for you? Who do you need to be to create this for yourself? You will find some things that you already are and some things that you need to nurture. For me, I have to nurture a lot of things in order to be the person I want to be. I have to nurture my patience and my listening skills, most of all, in order to create my best work and share that with the world so that I can do my part each day, each moment to do more good for more people most of the time. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining me and taking the time to learn and grow along with me. Many thanks to Ajit Nawalka for sharing his great wisdom with the world. Now, you know what it means to live a ZFG lifestyle and why when it comes to work, it's never about more. It's always about less. Now, you have the tools to find clarity for yourself and dig into your values neither of which can be done on social media where there is constant social comparison. 
And remember to be proactive, not reactive. We all have a choice in how we show up in the world and how we show up for ourselves. For all of the show notes and to sign up for exclusive updates from me, visit mytalkingdollars.com and enter your email address. That way we can stay in touch and you'll know where to find me. If you haven't yet, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And please join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you. Bye.